What up, what up, world? Back again. It is the Country Rap Report. Yours truly, Vic Excel. What up? It's your dude, Spank. And, uh, hey, man, before I even get too deep into this, man, I want to say one time for my man, Coca. Uh, Coca sent over a little a, a package with some teas and some some um, bracelets and some ink pens. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, stickers. hell yeah. So, Coca sent us merch. Coco sent a nice merch pack. Nice, nice. Anybody else need that address, though? It's on the website. Nice, <laughs> nice merch pack. It was so big, it didn't fit in the box. Yes, sir. That's yeah. good shit. It looked out for everybody, me, you, and Heather. Nice. Heather got some of the merch pack. Man, you got pieces of the merch pack, too. She said, so, cool, cool, cool. Shouts out, shouts out to um, Coco. So, man, as we, as we patiently wait for our guests, um, Let's talk a little bit more about this country rap money grab. I see a lot of money grabbing going on right now in the industry. Do you a really? Lo- a lot. This 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 MAGA stuff is all the money grab, fam. You think it's so? All. Yes, yeah, without a doubt. Without so I wanna, doubt. I, I want to ask you a question because you know, in the last issue, we talked a little bit about the beef between um, La Loza Alexander. Right. And right. or Blow. Right. And um do you okay, so in Forgiato Blows, damn, we should have talked about the records while we wait for our guests. I shouldn't have, yeah, I didn't even listen to either one of them. Um, um but Bryson Bryson Gray is part of that movement too. He's mad at me because he Whoa. In the, yeah. The last remember in the last premiere with his video, I uh he was in the premiere uh chatting. And I said that um, I, I gave my review, and I think I said that the production was ass, quote unquote. Uh, and he was he, he was in there, but I knew it was going to get a little spicy. But, you know, when I saw him in there, I was like, "Oh, this go this is a first because this is some this is the first time I've given a negative review, and the artist was actually in the chat room." Um, so, but yeah, he he said he did not agree with it, but he respects my opinion. Well, that was him saying, you know, I'm a little butt hurt about it, you know. So, and then when I said, butt hurt, that sounds, that sounds. Oh no, no, he, he came right back right after that because I said something about um, black opinions don't matter in America, and he said, oh, you one of those folks, and I was like, okay, now you're just gonna nitpick everything I say um, because you you butt hurt, you know. But it, it, I still stand by what I said. I could take that record to ten different producers that actually do mixing and mastering. I'm pretty sure nine out of ten would say this was not mixed and mastered and his dispute was it was mixed and mastered now to what level we don't know it could he could have sent the shit to lander you know which does it instantly over the nap and sends it right back or he could have sent it to a mixologist we don't know what level it was but the level that i heard was not industry level production or post-production all right now let me let me say this because you said blacks and america opinions don't matter you said that in that video yeah Okay, I have to go back and watch it. I, I said it because he said it, and I I said it because no, he was saying his his, his was about free speech, about being able to say whatever you want to say and not being banned. And my my rebuttal was, you know, you're a black guy, people don't care. Like typically the the the, the consensus in America, they still don't care. And I'm not saying that in a negative. I'm just being a realist from my point of view. Like you can say whatever you want to, truthfully, you cannot. It it matters with the circumstance. Well, first but, of all, we know freedom of speech ain't been free since two live crew. 
Well, in music, it's a completely different thing now. You're talking about doing it in music. Like he, he, he's okay. This is the same dude that's part of the culture that says fuck Biden. Um, so you are able to say this. So you can say all of that and not be banned and or ostracized or segregated or do whatever. Like that is still there. So, but to let's say someone. No, I can't say that because that would be well too really, really racist. There's certain things that can and cannot be said by certain people. Can he say everything that um no you can't say I can't say that I'm really trying to dance this rope and not sound like a racist. Let me uh, let me play so, let me play. So let me play. Okay. Let me play. All right, do that, do that. Do I already know what you're gonna say, and maybe what I'm gonna say might hit home and you can be like, okay, cool. Okay. Because right now, I'm kinda on a campaign. I think I'm about ready to ban gangster rap. Ban gangster rap? Gangster rap ain't really been a thing since the 90s. I think that we're at a point now, and this is a different subject, but... No, we're we're still on censorship. It's it's similar. But, I mean, why banning trap rap? I'm I'm at a point now that when we talk about the African-American community, right? I think Trap rap, gangster rap, whatever you want to call it, has been the second worst thing to happen to the African American community since slavery. No, I can't give you that one, fam. Well, let's 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 look at it for a second. Okay, let's, let's look at it. And this uh, is coming, here. Here, I need to know them whys now. Why do you say this? Well, this is on the heels of the Young Dolph death. Okay, the tragic death of Young Dolph. Okay. The tragic death of XXX Tentacion. Okay. The tragic death of Mo3. Okay. The tragic death of King Bond. Okay. Let's look at the type of music they make. Look at the type, all those, and I can, the list goes on, I'll just pick those four. Let's look at the type of music they make and the results they get. Now, you two, all those artists. Okay. All those artists. Music is still currently on YouTube, Spotify, every streaming source. Right? Right. Oh, don't let me forget FGB Duck. Right? Okay. I don't know who that is. I mean, he was killed in Chicago. Sign the song. Okay. Sign the song. Okay. Kill 2021. Kill in the in, in the Chicago mall shopping district. Broad daylight. Ah! Rock this not box. Okay. Okay. Look at the type of music all those people make. Mm-hmm. And the way all those died pretty much via the type of music they make. Matter of fact, FGB Duck had a song called Dead Bitches about his ops. Mm-hmm. And it's to a point now where because I'm mad at Black Lives Matter too, that this music is made. Correct. It's put out for the masses to be consumed. Okay. Ingested. Digested. And it's regurgitated in the form of violence. Here's why I like country rap. Okay. I, I can't. You lost me there. No. Because look how many mothers are crying. Kids are losing their father. Bro, being a gangster rapper, trap rapper, hood rapper is more detrimental than being a goddamn stuntman. I'd rather be a stuntman in an action movie. Okay, I'm I'm a, I I'm gonna have to interject. Should I not be recording this? 
No, you're fine. We're, this is, we're, so all, this is, hey, this is rap first. So this is all a part of culture. Uh, I, I disagree. And the biggest part of the disagreement is it's not about the music. It's about the environment. Hip hop has always been influenced by the environment. So these guys are rapping about whatever they see. So if they rapping about this shit going on in their hoods, this is the shit that they are dealing with already before they got behind the mic and they started putting their environment on music. So it isn't the music that is influencing the environment or the behaviors of the people in it. It is the environment that is influencing these people and they're just dictating it and putting it on them on the on on wax. I'm I'm old school, I have to say that. Uh, but put it on a record. If we want change, it didn't change in the music. Change the fucking environment because that is the source. If you change, but you, we create better environments where there's not so much killing, where there's not so much uh, black on black or gang on gang violence. If we, if hell, we can even dig deeper and start changing these folks' diets. We can like, not have food deserts in some of these places. We can even start some sort of campaign where there's actually fathers in the homes. You know, to where we can raise real families. There's a whole hold on, hold piece on of now. it. How am I gonna have a me if I'm a child, right? right? right. I'm a young child. How in the hell I'm gonna father my child and be in my child life when the music is telling me to fuck them hoes, get rid of them hoes? Because the person that probably made that did not have the father there. Again, it's the environment that is being depicted in the music. There, the people that are not rapping about that type of stuff probably have fathers in their houses. So they can't, they're not, they're not throwing out false narratives of what their environment is just to sell records because they know that what that, what that does to the people that are listening to it. But the people who don't, who have never had that or have had that seldomly in their lives and their moms have raised them or aunties and grandmas, et cetera, et cetera, don't know what that structure looks like over having a wholesome family environment, then this is the music that you get. It's not the music. It is the environment. It's always good. You got to go back to the source. And I had this argument with somebody on Facebook because they were talking about doing a, a blight program. Uh, it, it's blight. Blight is the, the negative stuff that's in your neighborhood, like it's an overgrown house or burnt down house. Uh, and it's got overgrown yards and shit, like all that type of stuff. That is called blight, quote unquote, B-L-I-G-H-T. Well, they were going to do mental health programs to help curb blight. And my issue was that one isn't one isn't one doesn't lead to the other. Like if you're going to try to con- help curb blight, then you need to go into the neighborhoods and talk to them about what that environment is and what it what it needs to look like. And it you having some sort of positive self outlook about yourself does not directly relate to the blight. Your environment does it, it does influence your behavior but we don't control that environment we we just we are in subsidized housing that is owned by the government and the government don't really give a shit about coming in there fixing up the bad apartments or going in there and having picking up the trash on a day-to-day basis you know so if we can't control that environment then how can we fix our environment so we're just going we're going we're steady um cycling uh, on a, a what's that hamster wheel we're, we're we're just running on the wheel because we don't know how to jump off of it to create some sort of 
uh, new environment for ourselves. We're just we're okay with being in subsidized housing. We're okay with we're getting Section Eight vouchers. We're okay with getting food stamps. Uh, we're okay with getting Medicare whenever we can. We're okay with getting unemployment for as long as we can get the shit. You know, we're okay with all of that stuff, but we don't know how to say. You know what? I need to learn um, financial literacy so I can you know get my kids out of this same cycle that I was in that my mom and dad was in or my mom was in or that my grandma was in or my grandma grandma was in like all of that shit until somebody says you know what this environment needs to change and the only way it's going to change is for me to remove myself from this environment or to break the environment from the inside those are your two options it's going to be very difficult for somebody to break it from the inside so most of them move from wherever they are to be able to get out of that bullshit uh, if not then you're going to cycle through it. You're going to just be running on that hamster wheel, running on the hamster wheel. The issue with music, music, hip hop has always been depicted by the environment from the hip hop, hibbity, hibbity, hip hop days uh, from Sugar Hill Gang. They were rapping about being at parties. They were rapping about just going to the clubs or being going to the parks and fellowshipping on up to when two live crew was rapping. Once we're talking about censorship, there's rapping about strip clubs. They was rapping about having, you know, girls that come and dance on stage and they being half naked. You know, they was rapping about some of the sex parties that they were having. This is real shit. You know, it, it, it was uncensored and we hadn't had we hadn't heard it to that level up to that point because we knew it was going on. But no one actually put it, the environment that they were seeing on record. We know that there's bootlegs in neighborhoods, especially black neighborhoods. We know where to go and get the, the liquor when it when it was Sunday and you couldn't go buy the shit. Or after hours, we knew what those places were. And you also had crap games going on in the bootleg. You had a little side action in the room back there in the bootleg. Like, it's all kind of stuff that happened in it. All of that shit was put on the music. It wasn't the music's fault. It's the environment. They are experiencing this shit. So I can't say that the music is at fault. I It's going to always go back to the environment for me. Because once you change that, then the music will change. And, and the example, another example of that. When we were going through the green, black, and red situations, with, red, uh, black, and green. Yeah, when we, we went through that entire phase with with uh, this is affected by the red, the black, and the green. You remember that whole thing? <laughs> you remember that that what when that phase came in, the our environment changed. We were about we were all Afrocentric. We were looking at our ancestors, like what all of that shit came in. Now? Our environment now is about. Yeah. This this generation doesn't give a shit. This is the this is our issue with this this and then it's not just this generation anymore because a lot of the industry is now controlled by certain people that only want to see certain things out there. They're not allowing allowing the the I'm I'm not gonna call it the good stuff, but the shit with substance to be put up in the limelight. Shit like the 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 country rappers that are over here that got substance, they'll never see the limelight. What we will continue to see is WAP. We will continue to see Thoat Baby. Um, baby. We, we, we will continue to see uh, um, shit like that. And I'm calling it shit because it's, the shit is in the content because it is brain numbing. It is something that is not thought provoking. It is something to continue to distract you from your environment that you are in, in or that you have to deal with on a day to day. Who wants to look at being depressed and being in the in the hood? or put on Thought Baby for 30 seconds and you're just rapping about some shit that's got a catchy hook. You know, I'm not, I'm not tripping on cash. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm glad you finally got your one and now you out there. 
Uh, and I'm definitely not tripping on Cardi B, none of that other stuff. I'm saying that these things are done in a deliberate way. So we are kept in a certain stature. We are kept being distracted by certain shit. Like the shit that we are talking about over here in country rap with all the stuff of not just being censored, but also all the other stuff that's getting put in front of us that means nothing. Uh, it's it's a constant. We we can't fix it. We can't in main core hip hop. Country rap is all about substance. Country rap is about their environment. They're rapping about it. They're rapping about going out and mudding. They're rapping about mud crickets. Um, they're rapping about um, just going out and having the fun and drinking and shit. Like that is authentic. The shit over there on rap, rap radio right now, ain't none of this shit real. The cars are rented. The houses are rented. The jewelry's rented. The clothes is uh, uh, not rented, but it's on afterpay. Well, the, it's just all a bunch of bullshit. And I'm, and I'm, I, I'm so sick of hip hop. Hip hop is disgusting to the point to where um, I would rather listen to the music without the lyrics uh, before you sit down and make me judge a competition. So as I look, as we patiently wait, I guess he just said he'll be on shortly. Um, a couple things I want to bring to everybody's attention, even though um, this video would drop after this drop. I want to say one time for my man, um, Hard Target. He's dropping his very first Mako album release called Good Night Nobody. When is this? It drops at midnight tonight, which, like I said... Damn! There wasn't no planning on that. Damn! We ain't getting no pre-release. We ain't getting no 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 nothing for that. And he also has a brand new video dropping tomorrow. Let me Blame, go on Blame on you. See if I can find it on here. Yeah, it's not. I guess Spotify don't do the the, the pre-sales or something. It's it would be up to his distributor. Oh, well, I don't see it on Spotify, but I'm on his IG and, and Gator's IG. Brand new album drops uh, midnight on Monday, November the twenty second. All right, which. This video will act, it'll be old. So if you haven't got it by now, then go get it. Also, what's the name? Of, what's the name of it again? Good night, nobody. Yeah, they know. Uh, they know iTunes. Night, I was going. To, I was going to go ahead and pre-order, but damn, Target. What the fuck also, that about? Like also, they know better than to just drop some shit randomly, like the week you. of Thanksgiving. We slipping. What? We slipping. The guest that we're about to bring on, we miss a video on him. Did we? Yes. Mr. Bees Believe. Best Believe. Stop Best, saying bees. <laughs> Best Believe. Best Believe. Right. Stop the video before the Blind Fury video that we just reviewed with Blind Fury. Oh, yeah. I definitely missed that then. Called Army sure. of One. So we're going to have to get it on the next episode. Okay. And we'll do a, that. And it's a acoustic piano. Well, is, it, is it called acoustic piano? But it's just him and Blind Fury and that red piano that he bumped up in his video. <laughs> okay, okay. So we missed that. We now I feel bad because we were talking about the piano, then talk about they're not gonna be able to use it no more. Right. So Mako is coming in heavy, heavy. I heavy. thought that was stacking. Why is he releasing stuff fourth quarter? You know how hard it is to compete with all the other noise out there. Country rap's not like that. I don't think country rap has to worry about that. Um, 
their fans are still fans of other genres, and those other genres are definitely throwing out their heavy hitters right now. Oh no! So look, before our guest comes on, and I'm gonna change the mood because I feel like I kind of stunk the room up. I really don't even want that on this. Bro, this is just real. I'm just mad right now, man. I'm just mad. I'm just mad at at the at the youth that are dying at an alarming rate. Oh, but go on. I didn't make my point. Let me make my point before before I guess do come on. Okay. Okay. Now, all those artists I named who has music that you got to admit some of the lyrics are detrimental to our youth. Do you agree? No. You don't feel. No. So you mean to tell me if I made a song called Dead Bitches about all the people I killed or want to see dead, that's not bad? Have you seen our youth? Uh, yes. It's not just the music. Our youth has no direction. They they don't give a shit. They so have no it, cares. So you think it's cool that music is up there then? This is the no fucks given generation. Yes. I, it ain't so much it's cool. It's, it's just a product of this generation. We I can't do you know I can learn how to be a murderer quicker than I can learn how to be a damn barber by listening to rap music? You can learn how to sell crack. Uh, yeah. I definitely <laughs> learn how to drink. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. But I, I mean, it's, no. I, point. I, I, get, it, I won't get to my point. I won't get to my is point. It, I don't think it's detrimental to the youth. No, I want to get to my point. And this ain't country okay. rap related either, but if you're in country rap, you listen to this guy. Right. All these artists who are no longer with us, who has this detrimental music to our children, and you cannot agree. I don't give a damn. <laughs> okay. Bro, like, bro, you can't even sing these goddamn songs walking down the street. You, you got to worry about offending somebody. Why? Okay. True. I, I went today, and I was looking to hear Step in the Name of Love, and I could not find it on YouTube. Step in the Name Isn't that R. Kelly? Yeah. Oh, no. You ain't going to find that one. <laughs> you ain't going to find and they don't mute it. They don't mute his ass. He's been muted. So you mean to tell me I can make a song about all the people I kill and it be on YouTube, but Step in the Name of Love, a song that's about love, is it? Why? It's not about. Because that dude did some other, other stuff. They had, those, are two, those are not equal. This guy. But his music is not about what he did. Neither was the Cosby Show, but they there, there are repercussions that are within your reach. If you're affiliated, then everything that is a part of that, whatever you do personally, uh, whatever you've touched is is affected. Man, I just don't. I don't know, man. I just think that we can leave the most negative songs ever on YouTube and positive songs that were created by people who might not done positive things. Go away. I don't, I just, I guess I don't understand the irony in that. Well, I'm a fan of, well, I'm not a fan, but I, I believe that art is art and whatever that is, it should stick. So I still, oh, so R. Kelly's music still be on YouTube and, and, and definitely the Cosby show should still be in heavy rotation because it was about the principles of that show. It was about the quality of that music. Now these might be some despicable people personally, but it does not take away from the value that you got from watching the Cosby show growing up. Or listening to R. Kelly's music growing up. None of that was taken away. All of that just changed all of a sudden just because we found out some different stuff. So what, what we got to reset our feelings because we found some different facts about the person who created it. 
does that take away from the moment? Does that take away the value that they brought to society? No, it does not. But that's that's the whole cancellation culture. Like that, I'm not about that life. You that no, I'm not about. And and let me bring this around. And this is some real life stuff. I got a I got an artist that I'm consulting. I don't know if I told you about it, but this artist is actually transgender. You said me this, yeah, this is a girl. Well, this is a dude that still has a vagina, but he's plans on having the surgery. I see you laughing. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's it's coming. I had to get used to it myself. Anyway, this. Oh, the, can I ask a question? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't ask this question. Okay. Well, you hold it then. Hold it then. Yeah, this, this dude, this is my plan. The dude is going to come out as a dude and everybody's going to treat him as a dude. And then one day when he gets to a certain level of stature, I don't care how long that takes, but whenever it does, and he's on the most popular stage with their microphone, he's going to say, oh, and by the way, I'm transgender. And I want everybody to real. I want at that moment, I want everybody to realize like, okay, do I need to reevaluate myself? Because up until that point, I loved all of his music, but now I'm like, um, do I not like his music anymore? Do so you gonna not like the music anymore? It's not because of that. It's not oh, gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna happen. It's Let me tell you why it's not gonna happen. Why not? Because unless this guy came from Pluto, <laughs> he has people that know he's transgender. Oh, that's quite a few. That's okay, a few. now that's quite a few. There are people that are going to be willing as he grows to tell the world. I was one of the first people to tell the world that Lil Nas X used to be a Nicki Minaj stand. But it's like, you're right. But I seen him dressing up like Nicki Minaj way, 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 way back before he was making the music. Right. And I remembered. I was like, that's the Nicki Minaj boy. Right. And he, they wiped all that shit away. And all of this stuff will be wiped away. If there's going to be one person, clout chasing, who will be willing to tell and, and they will be buried by positive press and will not be able to say anything of, of validity. Well, I just know that I wish you well, but someone is going to tell before he gets to that biggest platform ever. And they'll be buried. I Look, and, we yeah, will no, I'm saying you, you want to send a gangster rapper at him? You put <laughs> you put one negative thing out there and you just bury it with a hundred positives. Like the dude does positive press. He go do some charity work at a homeless shelter. All of that stuff. Like all that shit to be buried. And then don't want nobody to be thinking about it. You think so? I'm sure. So you think if R. Kelly came out? R. Kelly can't do shit right now. That's a bad name. That's a bad name. That's somebody different. Ain't uh, nothing R. Kelly can do right now to be be on the positive side. Lil Tim, could he come out and do some positive? What, who is Lil Tim? That's who killed um, King Von. This is not the same thing, bro. Negative. Somebody killing somebody is different than he got a vagina. That's completely different. That's that's because the people that you're gonna sell and he got a vagina to really ain't gonna believe you, nor do they give a shit. You know, uh, they won't give a shit until it becomes a storyline and then they can run with it. And then now you can come a guest and be on the show, but you ain't going to, they're not going to break the story just for the sake of the LGBTQ community coming in and being like, oh, you, not, you, you shaming now. There are journalists no. out there like Tasha Kader will, 
or there are journalists that's going to be willing to break the story. You know how many views they'll get? You you do not. That is called shaming. How? And, and you if, can't. If I, I made a riding dirty video saying this guy has a vagina. How am I shaming him? That, he has a vagina. You're, I'm not lying. You can't out someone. In wow. in in that culture, bro. You, now you definitely don't want them LG. You don't want Alphabet Gang coming after you, bro. What did I what, lie about? How am I? It ain't, it ain't it ain't a lie. You just it wasn't your place to say it. And he was not, supposed I'm to say not, it. I'm not I'm not agreeing. I'm just saying there are people that will do it. And and how can the LG? Uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, no. We both know that there are people in hip hop that have been doing stuff behind closed doors. No one has ever outed them for this specific reason, no for way. the ridicule yeah. that they're going to no. get. No, no, no. There no, sir. Tra- um, what's the call gets outed all the time? Who? Sway Lee. Sway Lee? Yes. Well, he, he like trans girls or something? I, and I mean, two trans girls that, that say, you know, and then he come out and say they lying, but what well, there's smoke, there's fire. That, see, I didn't know about it, so that shit Gets buried. It's not even something that's in the at the topic of everybody's discussion. Like it's, I don't know, fam. No, unless the LGBTQ community comes in and says, "Okay, this is has some validity." Somebody randomly saying it, you you cannot out them. They will uh, come ex, after you. Say an ex boyfriend come out with their prom picture. Um, and I'm just, I'm just waiting. I guess I'm just. That's valid. That is valid. That's valid. That could that could be a scenario that could happen. Now, what? Yeah, how do you bury that? You 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 bury it the same way with positive press, you, with other press to distract them from that. They're going to say, "Why are you not telling us? Why are you doing this?" No, they're not, because he won't. He will not reply. He will not answer to any of that stuff. He's just going to ignore it. Period. Period. Until we want to talk about it, we ain't saying shit. So. If you can have 50 million blog, 50 bloggers saying this guy has a vagina, you are not going to ever. 50 it. bloggers would not want to do that. I'm telling you, the, the LGBTQ community does not play about that shit, bro. They'll come and spam you. They They're will, not they doing will shut you down. Wrong, though. A wrong to you is not the same as a wrong to them. You're wronging them because it wasn't your place to say anything about them and their sexuality to the public. Okay, and I'm not. I'm, first of all, I don't want nobody watching this thinking I have anything against it. I think it's dope. I think if it works, I think because I personally think Lil Nas X is going to come out in five years and say, "Here's my wife and kids." <laughs> I expect it. All right, I guess. I guess. I guess is <laughs> about to chime in, and uh, we were just randomly talking about some things that you know Heather might feel like she want to edit out, and I'm not mad, so it's okay. <laughs> all right. Bobby's iPhone. What's going on, my guy? What up, dude? Can you hear us? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Now, first and foremost, you got the bling on. Look at the bling. Sheesh. (laughs) (laughs) The first thing I got to do is probably a pop. First of all, welcome to the country rap report. What are my goddamn manners? Welcome. Welcome. Now, I got an apology. I got to apologize. Okay. Because I'm from a small town called Griffin, Georgia. Yeah. And well, you said it like you've been here. <laughs> I've heard, heard of it, honestly. That's why. Oh, okay. So you know, been to the sock shop. That's what it is. <laughs> so I have probably been butchering, butchering your name. 
And I have been calling you Bees Believe. Bees Believe, yep. Right, and I, I know I, them damn well. I, it ain't no two E's in there. Yeah. So it's Bez Believe. Yeah, Bez Believe, yep. Uh-huh. And he's been telling me every time, but hey, man, I got some dental work done, and I say all kind of shit fucked up, so don't pay me no attention. It happens a lot, believe it or not. A lot of people say Bees Believe. No, it ain't but one damn E. Yeah. So look, man, let's let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Cause first and foremost, um, I've been watching the stuff you've been doing online, you know. Yeah. And I've been talking about the fact that you jacked up and swole. And um, man, I want I want to just get into your history, your story. I I, Most- I, I want to. We here for the shits. Yeah. So man, let's let, first and foremost, where are you from? I'm from Florida. Um, I, I've lived throughout like the whole state. I'm based in Orlando right now, but I started off like uh, in South Florida, uh, you know, like my, Miami, uh, so, so, probably like Coral Springs area after that, then Palm Beach County, Fort Myers. And now, now I'm in Orlando. All right. So you've been enjoying that beautiful sun, those beautiful women in Florida. <laughs> yeah, pretty much my whole life, man. God damn it. I'm borderline jealous. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test your Florida card real quick. Okay. All right. I'm going to test your Florida hip-hop card. All right. Have you ever heard of DJ Magic Mike? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. A living legend. Well, okay. a legend. And I ain't yeah. talking about the Magic Mike that made the, the, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't talking about that guy. All right, next yeah. one. Because um, believe it or not, one of one of my DJ friends, I think he's, he's, uh, he's pretty good friends with him and stuff. So. Okay. Oh, Magic Mike's still alive? Man, what? god damn it, bro. I didn't know. I didn't know, bro. I thought he had passed some years ago. No, he's on he's actually DJ's on TikTok. Holy shit. I need to follow Magic Mike because I'm a fan. I've always been a fan. Yes. Second question, and then then you 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 solid. Uh, Have you ever heard of the Splat Pack? It's it sounds I, I've heard the name, but I don't know anything about it. I'm not gonna lie. Right, I'm gonna say the song, then you might have heard it. Scrub the grind. Hey. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, <laughs> scrub the grind. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right, man. So we're gonna get into it, man. Growing up in Florida, the first thing, man, because anytime I talk to any artist that's doing any kind of music, I always ask who are your influences and what made you even realize you had a talent to pursue this shit. Most definitely, um, man. Way way back then, a, a lot. I was I was into. Believe, believe it or not, I guess when I was really, really young, uh, it was more New York and, and up north was running the rap game. So I was like, it was like a lot of, believe it or not, a lot of like uh, people just with the bars, like uh, like Cassidy and Lloyd Banks. Uh, definitely, I like Ludacris a lot, uh, Eminem. And then, you know, more Ain't recently, none of them from Florida. What the hell? Like, you ain't yeah, had like, no Florida influences? It wasn't until later in life because I used to be like when when I was way younger, it was like I was like a hip hop purist. I was like, man, these Florida guys, like they just, you know, like it's not as much about the bars, you know, right? So it's it booty shake, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, all the all the southern artists ain't real. Well, I loved Outkast though, but I know right, right, right. South, yeah, it's like no one was really like spitting the bars, so I, I I wasn't really into the Florida artists as much. Not till later, then I you know I started partying. I was like, okay, yeah, people like the the. the the down south stuff to turn up to though, you know. Okay. All right. Now what out of listening to the East Coast artists? Yeah. 
but being in the South, is that what helped formulate your style? Because when I hear your music, I hear your bar heavy. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's like I took that influence um, from, you know, being lyrical, but making it, uh, uh, you know, giving it that hype and, and uh, I guess, strong, strong delivery to rap on those down South beats. Because, like, you know, the, 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 the one thing about the South is we got the beats, though, you know, that knock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is going to be because we're going to I'm going to bounce back and forth and Spanks is going to jump in. But I yeah. got to ask this, man. This is going to be the craziest question, but I got to ask. When did you get jacked up? I would say. Why did you get jacked up? How about that? Right after high school, I got into it. And then throughout like college age, I got I, I started getting more into it. And then. Man, it just I just I just love to be real, I, I love to do it. Like I feel a lot better when I when I when I exercise and I eat well. Um it's like yeah, it's like if I if I take off from it, I just I, I just feel shitty, you know, honestly. And then mm-hmm. I you know, it definitely adds adds to my image, definitely makes me stand out, I think, more as an artist. But I think number one is like just 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 the feeling you get, you know, you get a good workout in the morning, the rest of your day is smooth. I don't I don't know what a good workout in the morning is like. <laughs> yeah. A good workout in the morning is some of this whiskey and these, you know, these girls. I'm sorry. That's my good morning workout. And look, look, bro, I ain't even gonna lie. I'm thinking this is a rapper. He tatted up. He swole. He done got jacked in prison. No, nah, yeah. Probably a lot of people think that. No, nah, not even. Yeah. Right, man. I'm, again, I'm always fucking up saying, you know, I t- oh, ain't wrong. I'm here. I'm thinking that you done, you doing it like the quarter push-ups on the sink and yeah. all the, you know, the, the curls on, on the bunk bed. But, you know, yeah. I'm glad to find out that none of that is part of your story. Nah. Now, being of the Caucasian persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> That's what be- we calling it. Huh? <laughs> That's what we you gonna call it that? That's what we doing. We gonna we gonna just slide right in there with the Caucasian. <laughs> no, I want, I want to ask like because, <laughs> no, because this man twelve years ago dropped a video of him rapping over bombs of a bad day. Twelve yeah. years ago, you did not have a lot of Caucasian guys wanting to get in the game. They yeah. probably wanted to, but they were scared. So I want to know. Shit, I'm gonna keep it real. I want to know. 12 years ago, what made you say, man, turn that goddamn camera on and let me spit? Yeah, it, it, it just, it was just in me. It was just like, I always wanted to do it. I always felt like that was my calling. Like, even when I was like, really like, shit, like six years old, I just knew it was something that I wanted to get into and do. What was it like? <laughs> what was it like from 12 years ago up to now? Building it's that so fan much, base. Oh, it's so much easier nowadays, for sure. Like, back then, it's like, Exactly. There was barely any white rappers in the game, especially in the South, where the only yeah. place to promote, you had to do physical promo, first of all, so pass out CDs. I always had to go to the hood to, to do all my promo. Um, they, like it, Now you just posted something on TikTok, and if, if it's good or whatever, you might just go viral and get 10 million views. Like There was no option like that back then. You know, it's like, even those YouTube videos, like I YouTube just got started kind of when I was doing those videos, you know, 12 years ago, where it's like, I remember I'm like, man, this site, YouTube's cool. I can post my stuff on there, but I didn't know, like, 
what the, the word viral didn't even exist, you know. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that boss of a bad dad rhyme now? I think it was, I mean, I still think it was good. Um, I, I was ahead of my time back then. I think maybe I could have had a stronger delivery, but at the same time, I feel like my voice didn't even fully crack then and stuff like that. So it's like I can't really say anything bad about it, but I thought, you know, it was, it was, it was good for that time for sure. Well, I got I got a question. Um, when, we, when we first got started and right around the time when we were getting ready to do our top 10 list, yeah. Uh, you were you were in my honorable mention. There's no shade, uh, oh, but but that was only because um, Country Trapper had come out, yeah. and that was, and then I think that was the only thing that I heard that was literally like I would consider country rap. Everything yeah. else was like core hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, is your style now more so country trapper? Because I I think I, you kind of exude the country trap with the appearance, yeah, uh, and probably the, your demeanor. But I mean, are you is that is that what your style is all about? That now going forward or are you jumping back and forth from core hip hop and lyrics or with, with country influence or what? Believe it or not, I would say the only country factor is, is really that, I, that I'm from the South. So of course you're going to be like exposed to some country stuff in my beat selection. Like I love down South beats. I love beats with a little country influence, like some nice guitars and stuff. Right. But I, I don't think, you know, like I'd, I'd be a straight fraud if I was like starting putting on cowboy hats and boots and acting like that. That's that's right. why. So like I think um, the the country trapper, man. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, man, I was just, hu- you know, hustling in the South for, <laughs> for a long time. So it's like it kind of just just came, man. I don't know. It just it came naturally. And, and, that, and that fan base came to me. Um, Believe it or not, like my newer content, especially working with Mako, because because Bravo really like he challenges me um so hard musically. He's like, okay, they know you could do that, but give give them something that's gonna change people's lives. You know, give them give them give them stuff that the, the regular the you know the common folk can 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 relate to that everybody goes through. Not everybody's making you know making making money and driving um, driving vets and 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 fly like those are good to, you know good to turn up to. So it's like a lot of my new stuff. I've just been like really, 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 really deep. Um, but it still sounds good. And, I, and, you know, the beats are still hitting where I, I think people like it's it's only going to make me bigger and people are going to respect me more as an artist. You okay. know? I got to ask, man, you have even <clears throat> before Mako. Yeah. You, you secured features from Shaq. Yeah. Kevin Gates. Mm-hmm. Gucci. Like, how are you able to be an independent artist? And security features. No white independent artists at that. You gonna say that now? Hey, I'm gonna just be blunt. I'm not gonna do the Caucasian persuasion thing. I'm gonna just say what it is. No, for sure. Uh really just country trapping and then saving up my money, uh, you know, for Gates and Gucci. Really, you know, it was it was expensive and then uh really just built that built that relationship with BWA where where it led to more than just, you know, just a feature and then never talk to me again. So that that was cool. And then Shaq just came from me popping because I'm from Orlando. He used to play for the Magic, and he just reached out to us and was like, "Hey, man, you got that song Hercules? Uh, you mind if I put a verse on it?" I was like, "Yeah, of course." You know, <laughs> uh, so it, it just shows like when, when you know when when you, when you invest in yourself and you just go hard, like natural organic uh, opportunities come along with that. You know, and you had Gates in the video. What was that like being in the pres- in his presence? <laughs> it was definitely cool. Uh, I, I learned a lot. Um, 
he did. I, I learned a lot spiritually because he did. I don't, I mean, he probably still is. I know back then he was just like extremely like into, into, uh, being, being Muslim and stuff. So like he would just yeah. random, you would just catch him in the next room on his knees praying and stuff like that. It was really cool. It, it, it got me, um, I think it, 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 it helped me elevate spiritually too, where now it's just like, I just am, am able to go so deep in my mind and manifest things and, you know, uh, keep, keep an attitude based on spirituality for sure. All right. Now at any point like you're with Mako now, and we're going to talk yeah. about that a little later, but at any point in time in this over 10 year career of yours that you've had labels approach you about signing, have you signed to other labels? Like what's been yeah. going on as an artist for you? I've, I've had situations, uh, c- come my way, but it, it just didn't, it just didn't feel right. You know, like you could just feel the, uh, the, 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 the chemistry wasn't there, you know? And, and I think that's the most important part. Like sometimes cause someone could throw you a bag, but then if, if you're not going to get the push and, and, and you, you don't like, it just not, it don't feel natural working around them and stuff like that. You're better off in the long run, uh, you know, keeping it independent because like, you're not signing, you know, like just, this it ain't, it ain't a one day deal, you know. Like you 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 sign it to people you you hope to become uh, great friends and business partners with along you know in in the process. It was probably better that he didn't sign though, because you know they historically until recently they haven't treated white rappers the right way. Like they're still trying to target market them to black audiences instead of jumping on the audience that they're built for, which is the people that look like them. You know, so which is why it would be easier to do music now as a white rapper in 2021 and going forward than it would be Uh for anybody else. Because, you know, there's white people that want to hear music from people that look like them. So now all you got to do is make it. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of that. So how do you feel being a guy who's been doing it for years in Florida, in in Florida? Florida. That is not easy in Florida. How you recognize that? Yep. Being a student of the game, mm-hmm. how do you feel in 2021 with the basically being lumped into the category as a country rap artist? Like how? Because a lot of artists that 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 we're coming across as the genre is growing, they be like, yeah. I, ain't no, I ain't no country rap artist. Yeah. Um. How do you feel? Because there's a fan base that's saying, "Come on." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like the fan, the fans chose it. And I, and I think, um, about two years ago, that's how I was. I was like, man, I'm not a country rap. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not really, really sure with that. But now, now I kind of, I, I see it's like, um, shit, the, the, the fans are just so good. They really embrace me. A lot of the artists in the game, uh, as far as the country rap genre are just so cool and easy to work with. Agreed. It's, it's it's like I, I I enjoy it, you know. These fans over here are rabid as fuck. They are starving for music. All you gotta do is put out yeah. some quality product and 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 throw out a merch line and be consistent yes. with your promotions and you'll win. That's all you gotta do. Exactly. It's it's uh, you nailed it. It's, it's the the support is so good over there. It's like you really just gotta do your thing. It's not as it's not as political or if you got bodies or you're facing a charge. <laughs> right, right. Like, but you're, you're, you're beefing with people for cloud. Like, it's exactly. Like, exactly. You're good, but you put out stuff, they're going to find you and support you. Yeah. I know that's got to be refreshing that you don't have to do all that bullshit that you had to do back then. You know, that now you just, you be, just be you and make your music. It's got to oh, be refreshing. 
Oh, it's so refreshing. Yeah. First of all, you see that man arms, ain't nobody gonna beef with him. <laughs> <laughs> Who finna beef with him? You see that man, yeah. you see his guns? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I'm gonna beef with him for what? Off of the carry his goddamn bags. Look, man, what's the science behind the name? Why'd you pick that name? I wish I had a cool story. A lot of people asked me, but it was really uh I had to be 15 years old or something. I just wrote a, bu- a bunch of names down uh, that began with a B. So my real name's Brad and just like crossed them off a list. There was a ton of names and then best believe just stuck, stuck and I, and I, and I was with it forever. You know, did you have B rabbit on that list? No, I didn't, man. B rabbit. Oh my God. When that came out, oh, I believe I got every, every, and then when B rad, oh man, I got them all, you know, <laughs> but I stuck to it. You know? Stuck to rapping, man. Never ever had a name change. No, no, no. Besides the hustle god, but that's just like you know, like a little eight. That's like an alias. Gotcha. You know. Mm. All right, so look, man, we're not gonna make this shit sound like no goddamn. I saw rap, bro. Every artist has pitfalls, setbacks. Yeah. Like, let's talk about some of this stuff that made you who you are today, because. That is part of your journey. That's part of the story that I need the people to know about you. Most definitely. So, like, man, let's 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 talk about some of the struggles. Like, we don't want to know that yeah. you get up and drink fifteen eggs in the morning and and, and, and no, man, I want to no, know. No. I need to know about the come up. Yeah. I want to know the healthy shit. No, no, I no. need I need to know did you was there ever a time that hey man, I paid this guy for a feature and he ran off. And you ain't, oh, I, just, I need to know some of the challenges you've been through. Well, I, th- I think um he, he nailed it earlier too. Just being um being a white boy in Florida is like so, that raps. Like, yeah, that raps. I, I had no clue. Like that's all I knew, especially when the internet was not so big. So like, what it was when I worked with Kevin Gates and my stuff like reached a national level, and now I'm getting booked in all these other states. Um, based on the fact that I am white, I'm like. Now I know what, what what people talk about when they say white privilege because like in Florida <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know what that was like white boys get beat up in Florida and freaking I don't want to hear your shit cracker like right you know, now these other states are like oh man you're white and got tattoos man yeah I love you because of that so yeah. it's yeah. like being in Florida was one of the the, the biggest challenges because like I used to like I I was really that that guy who was out there handing out CDs and. Uh, I used to travel with a ladder in, in like spray glue and I would put my posters all over the city. Um, so it, it was like I, w- I, I, I was grinding. But at that time, that was all we knew. I was like grinding backwards because I was just I was just hit. I was killing it in the city, but for the wrong demographic on a local level, where mm-hmm. it's like what I knew back then where I could just go to Ohio or Indiana or like Kentucky or these the, like the Midwest. If I would have put the grind that I put into in towards my actual demographic that I catch, I'd probably be like a thousand times better. I mean, bigger, and my life would be way easier and smooth. But it's like that's all I knew back then, you know. So I think that was one of the biggest challenges. Definitely, janky promoters, big challenge. Like I've I've, I've paid to book uh, Nas like years ago. I think like 2013. And the promoter uh, scammed everybody on it. And I, wow. he was really, really well known. Like he was just doing scam shows uh, throughout Florida for like 
for a while and getting away with it though like because he was he he was he was he was paying the artist but then he was like yeah you know uh we're gonna you know total up the money and then give you your share and he would just buck on whoever invested in into the show and that was one of like the big you know first big investments i made in the game i had to learn the hard way like you definitely gotta secure your bag and protect it but i ended up just straight dissing the guy and really like you know, because I don't like starting stuff for no reason, but there was like a reason. And he was, he was like, he was like the heavyweight promoter uh, back then. And I, you know, that was like when Instagram was finally like, you could finally do Instagram videos. And I just dedicated like a month or two to just shitting on this guy, locating him, <laughs> just making his life hell where he, he, I haven't seen him throw another show since. And I know, I don't think he can. Did he reach out to you? No, no. What happened was when I posted, then all of a sudden, it was like people just started hitting me up. Oh man, he got you. I got me too. And it was just like a list of like f- probably 50, a hundred people like who, who he scammed out of money. And you know, a lot of them were, were be- way bigger than they invested a lot more than me, you know? Right. Right. No doubt. No doubt. No mm-hmm. doubt. That's crazy. All right. Let's talk about hustle God. Yeah. Cause I see the merch and I ain't want to ask for now, but I do see the merch. Yeah. I probably can fill out one of them shirts too. I'm, you know, not the same way. I, you know, <laughs> mine look a little booby, but um, talk about why you are the hustle guy. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the hardest worker like in the game. I mean, this, this has been the most I've been slacking. I can't even lie because I have a kid on the way. Congratulations! Uh, like first, Congrats. So, thank you. It's like the first time I've been a human. Usually, I'm like I'm a, like I'm a, I'm a machine. I'm kind of getting back to that where, um. Man, I'm just I'm just at it. That, that's kind of why I, ne- I never um I never signed because I was like, man, I'm just doing all this myself, and I might not have all the clout and the in the in the big numbers like these labels again. But I was getting I was getting the bag off my stuff. I was selling so much merch, um, you know, tickets, doing it all independently. But it was it was that work I was putting in, you know, where uh, so I I just think I was shit. I'm, I'm gonna get back to it, but I'm like the hardest worker in the game for sure, man. Like I'm just. I don't, I don't take no for an answer when it came, man. If we got to get it done, we're going to get it done, you know? Now, you mentioned that you have a baby on the way. Yeah. Um, and again, congratulations. Is this your firstborn? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, really oh, really wow. congratulations. No now, wow. this is something I noticed definitely in the country rap genre. Yeah. Or artists who embrace the country rap genre. Mm-hmm. You guys are not afraid to talk about having kids and show your lady. Yeah. Like, like how is how is that as an artist? Because in hip hop, it's almost a sin to say you got a lady or a wife. Yeah, right. I know. So how is I, that for you? I like it. I, I like it better, and that's one of the reasons that 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 I gravitate and I enjoy the country rap genre because it is about family values, and and a lot of the biggest dudes are like they're in relationships and they're good to their kids, and they're not trying to be uh, scumbags and degrade women and and be like that. Like I like that it's about family values and, and positivity. 